Hey, welcome to the Hill of Beans podcast. This is Chris. I'm sitting here with Eric. And this week we are brought to you by the Idlewild Restaurant Equipment Liquidation Warehouse. This is a new business that just opened up to take advantage of all the restaurants that have been shutting down up here over the last year. They liquidate restaurant equipment. You got it from fryers to hoods to ovens to blenders to mixers. You got it. Anything you need for a new restaurant. Hey, you want to open a restaurant here? There's lots of vacant spaces. They even auction off buildings now. So, you know. Come get it while it's cheap. Come get it. Anyway, we're brought to you by them. Look where, them up where online. We, where are we uh, recording? I don't even know. This is like. We're in a cave in yeah. Idlewild, California, right above beautiful downtown Hemet. And, <laughs> and the Idlewild Brew Pub. Right. It's right below here. This is a. It feels like a chocolate cave, really. It is a chocolate cave. All right, stick around. We're going to update you on all our businesses and on our businesses and what else we're up to this year. So it's 2020, believe it or not, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. It's the first time we've done a podcast in quite a while. It's been a long time, Chris. When was it like Thanksgiving ish? Like two years ago. Before Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving? I don't know. It all ties in. Anyway, this is season two, episode two. So if that if you left off on season two, episode one, sorry, we we all got real busy around the holidays here. Uh, It is basically the movie Funny Farm. All all of December. Yeah, the little downtime you have is just spent on preparing for the craziness that's coming. So now so do that we it's... actually have to pay people to come say hi to us? Oh, maybe. No, you have to pay. Part? You have to pay the locals to act nice <laughs> to the non-locals. Otherwise, it's chaos. So, that yeah. all being said, what's new with El Buen Cacao and and Eric and Jessica? Me and Jessica have been cranking out chocolate. Um, got some new beans. We really piled through our Brazilian Catongo bean. Catongo, yeah. I think is how you're supposed to say it. Piled through. That's that white bean from Brazil that produces a chocolate that looks like a milk chocolate. Went through that. I have... Is it gone? It's almost gone. It's, it's maybe I could do, uh, 15 pounds of chocolate, maybe. Oh, gosh. Um... But we're, we're also using our Wampa Serpy bean, which is a Honduran bean. It's a, it's a great bean, best bean ever, better than the Brazilian bean. Really? They're both good. This one's better. We've had it before. It has a, a very chocolatey taste, also with a hint of coffee and a little molasses. It's, it's delicious. I did an 80% with that one, and we've been using it for uh, truffles and other 65% goodies. Hey, I made chocolate. Not really. Not really. And you're going to be super offended by this. Um, I made peanut butter balls. What kind of cheap chocolate did you use? Was it Chinese cheap uh, chocolate? I don't know. I bought a bag of Ghirardelli semi-sweet ah, chocolate disgusting. chips. I didn't know if I could come get that from you. You could. Oh, okay. You well, now I know. And next year when I make peanut butter balls for the holidays. You'll know. You you'll, know you'll make a wise decision. Maybe I'll make actually. the sweaty balls. That's, that's all. I got that's this great here. recipe from my buddy Pete. Pete Schwetty. That's disgusting. He makes the best balls in town. That's great. <laughs> I'm glad you're old enough to remember that. So. Um, you think the, you'd get sued if you put sweaty balls in your counter? You, yeah, probably. You'd sell a ton of them just because people would be like, oh my God, you guys have them. Saturday Night Live? It's an old Saturday Night Live. With, um, 
Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin before. No, he was he was chubby then still, right? No, I think he, he, was, he was pretty fit. Was it like a Beetlejuice skinny? No, 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 no. But I don't remember what he did between like Beetlejuice and Thirty Rock. He ate a lot. <laughs> and he yelled at his kids on the internet. Really? You don't remember that? I, oh yeah, he was mean, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Not a nice guy, apparently. So other than the beans, what else do I have going on? We're yeah. uh, we're going up to the 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 Bay Area, San Francisco for um, the craft chocolate experience in the Palace of Fine Arts. Is that the uh, Ghirardelli Square? No, I don't think so. <laughs> It'd be funny if they had it there. Though. That would, they would never. They do some chocolate thing there. I can't remember what it's called, but this they they're doing. It's put on by a, a very large chocolate maker, Dandelion, who's a uh, makes good chocolate. It, you know, a two ingredient dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Their standards are seventy, and they go up to hundred. But um, good quality stuff. Uh, they just opened a new place in Vegas in the Venetian. Uh, it's 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 quality chocolate. Wow! But that's a big deal. <coughs> Yeah, definitely. They have to have money back for that because that's ridiculous. Rents in a hotel? Yeah, that's got to be crazy. couple places in Japan, some in Taiwan, San Francisco, L.A., now the Venetian. They're taking over the world. That's what we were supposed to do. They're like the blue bottle of chocolate, it sounds like. It's ridiculous, but good chocolate. Um, So we're going up there May... May, um, March 6th through 8th. March 6th. You'll be up there. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's that's great. We're going to have a vendor or a little booth, vending booth, and we'll be selling chocolate. Nice. So it's kind of like a spread the word about your delicious chocolates amongst the other chocolate uh, Other chocolate makers. people and also the public. Oh, it's like a public thing. Yeah, definitely. So it's like a farmer's market for chocolate manufacturers. Yeah, and these things are... If it's anything like the Northwest Chocolate Festival, they're huge. Okay. So, especially the Bay Area, there's a lot of money up there and a lot of people up there. So You could charge like a million dollars. For a bar. Figure out like <laughs> how much square footage and then equate that to either like real estate or land. And just be like, oh yeah, that one's $10,000 because it's a half a square foot. And they'll say, what? I say, hey. you guys are in San Francisco. <laughs> we had to pay for this trip somehow. Yeah, so that's cool. That's that's new. Um we're upping our packaging. New box is going to be... We're going back to boxes, by the way. Back to the box. Really nice. It's going to look, it's going to look sharp. Okay. You're going to be jealous. That makes sense. My you pack- can buy a box from me if you want. I, I've thought Just about like going with like a cardboard tube packaging for small quantities of coffee, but... That sounds kind of cool, the tube. Ba- bags are just so cost-effective and storage simple. And oh. you know, if I had to store like the thing about a thousand... Cardboard tubes. It'd be weird. Especially in your place. It'd hey, be, man. It'd be rough in here and we're bigger. Yeah, you do have... Well, you have more space dedicated to production than yeah. I do. I have like 10 square feet dedicated to packaging and you've got like a room basically set up for it. Um, man, well, that sounds cool. Like packaging is a big deal and um, going up to a thing, a big event. That all sounds really good. So, Chris, what's new with you? Well, Eric, let's talk about uh, coffee. Wow. Coffee has been like... Flying off the shelves? Well, not since uh, the 5th of January, but but from, I would say, like the 20th until the 5th of January, it was berserk in my shop. Like, the busiest 
weeks like consecutively I think we've ever had. I think December was our highest month in terms of sales. It was the first month I ever actually had somebody besides me and Katie working in the shop. Oh, which yeah, was a, employees. a huge relief. Well, I don't know about employees. So, Let's talk about a seasonal so appre- now's a good time a, for a apprenticeship. Loan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go on your, your square account <laughs> and check it out. Um, but, yeah, it was great. We sold a lot of coffee. The biggest problem I had was it was way busier than I expected, and I started running out of a few key coffees, like the coffee that you guys use yes. here for espresso. We're disappointed. <clears throat> well... You know, part of it was my lack of planning, and the other part of it was that was one of the most popular coffees flying off of our shelf. So, that El Salvador La Providencia is... I'm getting a new bag today. See, that's what we do, Chris. You make it We popular. make good stuff that people want, so they come back for I should the try El that. Salvador. Yeah. Try to make- yeah. But we made, like... We, so, we, we really make an effort to not be a coffee shop. Like, if you've been in our shop, you recognize, like, we're not a typical cafe like you don't want to come in and like get a cup of coffee and bust out your laptop and try to get some work done that's you want not... to kick the people out as soon as they get in right well no we want we want to hang out with you and spend some time with you and kind of learn about your coffee preferences because you know we want you to to try coffees in our shop that you're actually going to like yeah right so getting to know our customers and spending time one-on-one doing a tasting or something like that even if they're just buying one cup we usually have about four or five questions that we ask leading into their order. So That's a good business strategy. It is and it isn't. I mean, it's great when people really like what we do and they want to buy beans and they want to join our coffee club. But you don't want to be a coffee shop. I, that's We're technically the, not a coffee shop, but kind of are. The last thing I want to be is a coffee shop. People coming in. You, do, do you have a latte with a, with a shot of caramel and two shots of vanilla Upside down, I don't know. People like come in and like we give you weird. the whole rigmarole, huh? Yeah. Can you make it sweet? People ask me for for lattes and cappuccinos and mochas all the time, and I'm like, yeah, I don't do that. No, I can tell you all about this coffee and the farm that it comes from, and you probably will really like it. But tell them, don't you know you're in a chocolate shop? Don't you want some chocolate? <laughs> I would really like at some point in the future to get an espresso machine, but it's definitely not a priority. It's going to be... It'll be helpful. One of those things. And honestly, if we did have an espresso machine in our shop, it would be for espresso and not for... Frappa Lappuccinos? Yeah, that, that's never going to happen. But even like lattes, I'm hesitant to even do lattes. I would just be like, you want to drink coffee? With Maybe I can tell up. people. Yeah, Frappa Lappuccino? Sure, and just make them... <laughs> Oh, that's what we call it. mocha. Right. Here you go. Hot Um, chocolate. (laughs) You know, it's nice that when when people do ask for a mocha, we can send them over here to El Buen Cacao and tell them, look, get a mocha, get a truffle, get a bar, get some stuff. It's going to be the best mocha you've ever had. And it's just, you know, the ingredients are amazing. We just had to talk with somebody about that. When they see people whip out this Ghirardelli syrup, they're just like, oh, man. They want real chocolate in their coffee. Right. So it's they'll buy it in a bar and melt it in their coffee because they don't... Mochas in most coffee shops suck because they don't use real coffee. Real, yeah. Real I don't chocolate. use, like, powder. Yeah. Or syrup. Ugh, nasty stuff. Come here. We give you the real deal. None of that cheap Chinese crap. <laughs> I just want to. Do you have, like, a checklist? <laughs> you got to say that? I haven't used that in a long time. You haven't so. said cheap Chinese crap to me in a long time. <laughs> Um, 
other than that, I mean, we, we ran out of a, a few of our coffees. Obviously, this time of year, maybe not obviously, but so you know, darker roasts sell better in the winter months when it's colder. That's kind mm. of a thing with coffee. What's the deal with that? Uh, I just think people are cold and they, in they their mind, they gonna... think darker is better. In I should this do that with chocolate. Think, yeah, I mean, hey, it's cold, guys. You need dark. You can do some 10% in the summer. <laughs> It'll sell, I promise. Um, but yeah, that's been one of the things that we've noticed is we're doing a few more fuller bodied medium roasts that, you know, like to act like dark roasts when you brew them. And people have really liked that. We're getting, um, we had a really great Nicaraguan that I think I sold almost an entire bag in a month, which is that's a nice. lot of coffee that's like a month 70 kilos. for us. Yeah, 70 kilos in a month. So 154 pounds. <sighs> a lot of coffee to roast. So that, this year, I'm. You need a new I'm going to start thinking about getting a bigger roaster this year. So, Tell whether it's the happens. same manufacturer or a different manufacturer, it's definitely something I need to investigate and look at. And the San Franciscan? Yeah. Try to get uh, a couple more wholesale accounts going this year and, and just make up for the Maybe ones. I can get some info when I'm up in San Francisco. Are they're, they in San Francisco? No, no they're, they're in Nevada. Come on. Nobody builds anything in California if they can avoid it. Let's talk. Let's be real. You're not going to start an equipment manufacturing company in California if you don't have to. Well, I'm not going to start one because I don't have money to. Or or the skills. That, not yet. <laughs> but after uh, working with all our equipment, you start well, to yeah. learn about it. Yeah, you you know, doing your own maintenance and stuff, you learn a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. I think um, Cold Brew has been selling amazingly well for the winter months. That's awesome. Um, Are you, you're doing the nitro? Still doing nitro. I'm going to start looking at distributing some nitro in kegs to wholesale people. Oh, nice. Um, and we may do a club specifically for nitro growlers. So it'll be like an auto bill, like our coffee club, but instead of me shipping coffee out, it would be people that are up here regularly oh, that want to take our coffee, our cold brew specifically, in a growler back home or wherever they live. Coffee beer. Coffee beer? Need to talk to your neighbor about that. They I think they've done it before, but I don't know if they'll if they're up for that. It doesn't really fit in their repertoire of offerings. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. So we're gonna be uh doing this more often? I think we need to get back on schedule of doing it once a week at least, because you know these, you're not uh, that busy. I know you like to pretend you are. <laughs> Uh, I know that this I'm right busy now, in my own mind. Right now, I'm not that busy. Terribly, like a, normally on a Thursday, we're recording on Thursday at noon. Uh, I would be roasting. Yeah. But I don't really need to right now. So. Not only am I really busy, I'm my own biggest fan. <laughs> and your best customer. Yes. <laughs> as I was drinking a hot chocolate as we were speaking. Nice. What, what kind of mug is that? Did you that, make that one? No, it's. Uh, we got these when we first opened up. They were great. Somewhere out of... Uh, it's definitely handmade. Georgia. So it's supposed to be like those Olmec heads you find down there in uh, uh, okay. Veracruz and Tabasco, nice. Mexico. Cool. And he hand-did them all. They were awesome. They flew off the shelves, but they were very expensive. And it took a long time to get them. And he, yeah. Um, they're all different somewhat. But they were cool. They were great. This is the only one that we have left... <laughs> Because I broke candles off other uh, ones, and 
Yeah, but it's a cool, cool mug. I talked to the local pottery guy up here about doing some mugs specifically for us, and he must have gotten really busy too, because he hasn't gotten back to me yet. So we'll see. Maybe that'll happen this year too. So yeah, merchandise has got to got to be kind of at the top of my list. Shirts, hats, stickers. <coughs> Excuse me, I was trying to avoid that cough. Um, so yeah, I mean, kind of the same goals as last year, just stepped up. I'd yeah. like to see the business grow a little more. I feel like I've got more time to grow the business and more time to do stuff than I had before. And honestly, like the lack of a few wholesale customers that we started with has freed me up to do other things that might actually be more profitable. But <coughs> excuse me, you need to make more money because you have the new Ferrari. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what it is. The Ferrari. It's not a Ferrari. It's a it's McLaren. No... Oh, yeah. I'm an American. Do I look like an Italian? <laughs> I do like espresso, but I don't want to drive a Ferrari. Gotcha. Well, what's going on? It's um, MLK weekend. So it's kind of is like... Is it going to be a big weekend? It's like a fake three-day weekend. Because think... not everybody gets it off, right? If we get a decent amount of snow tonight, which there is snow in the forecast... It's maybe an answer to... I heard four to eight. Nope. Look it up. Look weather underground. <coughs> Man, sorry about the cough. Sorry guys. Um, we'll, uh, if if we get a decent amount of snow tonight and it a little more tomorrow, then I think we'll have a big weekend. If it doesn't snow much, but maybe it looks like we have snow from down in the valleys below, then we'll still see a, a decent amount of traffic. At least Saturday. I think uh, a good Saturday, a good Sunday would be nice for this time of year because it's Honestly, it slows down a little bit. Pretty dang slow. Especially. <laughs> <clears throat> See how out of practice I am. I don't even have anything to drink with me. Um, especially some. this time of year. I don't want your chocolate sludge right now. It looks good, though. I don't know how about it, how I feel about drinking out of a mug with a face on it. It's, it stares at you when you... <laughs> uh, now yeah, we'll so see why they sold out. We'll have another one next week. And yeah, and maybe we'll get back to some more yeah. fun stuff. Yeah, definitely. Nice talking to everybody. And yep. Hopefully you had a good Christmas holiday season and a uh, happy new year, and you're back to work and doing all the things you, you love and hate all at the same time, just like us. Yep. So buy more coffee and chocolate. It is definitely chocolate and coffee season. People are indulging. All the, You know, I guess all of December, too, though. Yeah. It was nutty. Crazy. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another podcast, continuing in season two. All right, everybody. Take care. Have a good one.